Welcome back to Castle's Council. This week's uh, podcast is uh, slightly late uh, in coming out um, due to a number of reasons. Once again, trying to organize the particular topics to be spoken about and, and it falling through. And then on top of that, I uh, had a bit of a rough week myself, just dealing with a lot of personal issues and uh, personal stuff. But we're here. It's... Um, past the due date, as I said, but it's still going to happen. So, welcome to Castle's Council. Castle's Council. On today's Castle Council, we're going to be talking about a topic that actually has come up and is very probably prevalent to today during due to the fact of, of what I've been going through lately and, and what I've been observing um, this week with a couple of people around me. We're talking about perspective. If I look at the definition of the word perspective, it's a particular attitude towards or a way of regarding something. So it goes down to a point of view. And the reason why I'm talking about perspective today is uh, I feel that too many times we, we tend to look at things from any our point of view. Regardless of what it is, we, we tend to just look at it and decide based upon where we are in terms of where we are in that moment in, in, in emotional or in a physical being. We look at it and we decide whether what somebody else is doing or what somebody else's situation is, uh, how we would react to it. And then we, we judge what somebody else does to that situation by our own place and what I mean by own place by where we are physically and emotionally and an example of that and I use this example because I've, I've, I've been very guilty of it was myself through through doing it and I'm sure a lot of you can relate to it I often find myself when I go to uh, the gym to go and train or go and do some physical activity or exercise and I often will while I'm there I'll look across at somebody else doing something and an example what I'll use is somebody on a treadmill or somebody on an elliptical or on, a, or on a bicycle and I look at what they're doing and I sort of think well and I'm sure a lot of you are guilty of this you look and you go well you know why even bother why, why do you even bother coming to the gym today you know because if that's your effort or your, if that's your level of what you're going to be doing why even do it and I'm sure we've all done that and I've done it and just not so long ago, I was in a very similar situation where I went to gym and I was at the particular time carrying an, an injury and I was doing some physical activity. I think I was on, a, on, a, on the treadmill and I was running at a really slow pace where I could have possibly been walking very fast, but I was making it like a run. And in that moment, I sort of thought to myself, how many people are actually looking at me going, why are you even here? Why do you even bother? And in that moment, I, I sort of realized that we never really know what anybody else is going through. We never know what their journey is or what their situation is. And we're often guilty of deciding somebody else's place or somebody else's position based upon where we are. And we never know what it is. And, we, and, and, I, and I think why that's such an important thing to sometimes just have a look at things from a different angle, 
from a different perspective, let's use the word, uh, I think it's an important thing that we do, and particularly an incident that happened over the course of the last few days with me at a function, and uh, an incident happened, and people reacted to the incident differently. Everybody had a different reaction, and what I actually realized was, when you look at it, that there's actually just everybody reacted based upon one perspective. No one considered anybody else involved in that. When you're putting masses of people together and you're putting people together at different place or different emotions or different um, experiences and you put them into a, a situation, you're going to get different reactions and not everyone's going to react the same and no one, everyone's going to behave the same. And b b depending on where you are emotionally and where you are in your history, you're going to do certain things and behave a certain way. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, we had a case of everybody deciding a certain fate of a particular individual. And it was never, the it was never actually what it was about. It, it was a completely different way it could have been handled or, or viewed. And I think we're all guilty of it. Um, I'm guilty of it. And, I'm, and I just, for the moment, wanted to sort of step back and go, before we judge and before we look at somebody else and before we cast that stone, I, I challenge everybody to just take a moment and put yourself in that person's shoes. And it's difficult because we, we all, you know, we all, you know, we, things are happening and we tend to just react and we, you know, either get angry or we get irritated or we end. I, I, we need to just take a moment and remember that not everything that happens happens the way we want it to happen. And not everybody behaves the way we would behave. And I'm guilty of it. And, I'm, and I've, for this week, I've just taken the moment of, of just stepping back and just wondering in every moment where that person is and why they're there. Just why they're in that situation and why have they behaved or reacted to it in a certain way. And you're going to get people that are just, uh, you know, they, they, there isn't a real reason for what they do. In, what I mean by that, there isn't a, an emotional, there isn't a, a background in terms of where they come from. They're just being stupid. And that's a level I'm not even prepared to work with. But... You know, I don't do stupid. As a lot of people know, I don't do stupid. And I don't, I'm, not being, I'm not being arrogant by it, by saying I'm anything special. But I just don't do stupid. If you're not prepared to yourself reflect or yourself think before you do, then that's your own cross to bear. You must take what comes with that. If you're going to be stupid, then you must be treated as stupid. That's the way I see it. But... When I'm talking about people reacting or people doing things, before we go and you know, say why, uh, why are you doing what you're doing or you shouldn't have done that and, and, and complain about it, just for a moment think about why and where they are and who they are and what are the possible scenarios as to why they did what they did. Um, I was talking to my, my daughter um, a few hours ago and she's having a little bit of a 
an issue with one of her friends. And the issue is that the friend is saying to her that she's changed all. And often we have that. I think well, often we have people so will say to us, Well, you you know, you've changed. Why have you why are you different to me? You know, why have you changed the way you are to me? And instead of us looking at you know, we, we say to somebody, why have you changed? We don't go, why have you changed? What have we done to that person that has made them change the way they behave with us? We, ne- we never look at that. We never look at ourselves and go, you know, what did, what did I do to you that made you change the way you treat me? We always look at the person and go, well, you've just changed. You know, you're the one that's treating me differently. You, you know, you don't you're not nice to me, you're talking to me in a, in a funny way, or you're, not, you're not, not the same caring person, whatever it is, there's a change in, in the way they behave with you. And we look at them and we go, why are you doing what you're doing? Instead of going, well, what have we done that could possibly have made them change? And there's not always going to be the case that it's something we have done. But we very seldom do turn around and look back at ourselves and go, what did we do that's different? How have we changed? in the way we are with those people that has made them behave the way they've behaved. That itself is um, something we need to, to take a moment and look at it from different perspectives. I think that's an important thing. Another thing that um, I find interesting in terms of perspective is with the we all, where we are right now in terms of the social media world that we live in, and we all live in that world. I mean, very few people don't live in some aspect of social media, whether it be a Facebook, whether it be an Instagram, whether it be Snapchat, um, Twitter. There's always the, the, there's an avenue, some avenue of, of social media in our lives. And I think any people that don't have anything to do that are probably the people that are sitting outside of that IT range, and I'm probably looking at, and I would imagine, and maybe I'm, I stand to be corrected, but probably the, the older generation, and I say older, I'm old, so I'm talking about the guys probably in their 60s, 70s, and I think even 60s is, is young for, for social media, so probably in the guys in their 70s or 80s that haven't really got a fair, and I do know some 70 and 80 olds that are very up to date with social media, but what I did this week was I decided to remove myself from certain aspects of social media. I removed myself from the Facebook um, world. I sort of deactivated my account to take a step back. I deactivated my Instagram account and took a step back. And in doing that, I suddenly found myself with two things. First thing was, what happened over the course of the of the few days, obviously not not immediately, but over the course of the few days, I found people asking me or referring to incidents that are happening around as if I had knowledge of it. So asking me or referring to moments or things that had happened or did you see that that or or, or expecting me to know that they were somewhere because they just expected that I would find that out through social media because I was going to see it on my timeline or I was going to see it on the picture they posted on Instagram. So the idea that I would be aware of everything about their lives without them having to actually tell me. And how 
how does that change us in terms of who we are as people? And part of the reason why I went off the whole social, or went off that avenue of social media, because I didn't go off all social media. I, I'm still, I still have my Twitter, um, and I'm still on Twitter this week, and I was a little bit more active on Twitter, probably because I wasn't on the Facebook site and I wasn't on Instagram. And I found that why aren't we sharing our lives with people that matter and checking on them and informing them the way we used to do by making a phone call and saying, how's your day? I'm going to Cape Town. I'm going to this. I'm doing that. Are you okay? We don't do that anymore. We now post what we're doing with the expectation that somebody will observe it and understand. If we down we post that we don't. And we don't, we don't post uh, Stephen is feeling miserable. We'll post a, some quote or something that will indicate that we're not in the right space of mind at the moment. And we, I'm guilty of it. I'm not saying that I'm part of, not part of this whole equation. I'm definitely part of it. But we'll post that with the hope that somebody will pick up the phone or somebody will write a message and say, I hope you're okay. Are you okay? We seek that, that interaction by telling nobody, but hopefully telling everybody by just posting it on, on something, on some form. And it's, it's interesting to me that we don't pick up the phone and phone our friend, or maybe we don't really have friends anymore. We don't pick up the phone and say, yeah, I've had a rough day, because we find that it's a weakness. If we do, if we do that, if we express sadness, a loss of something, we find that it's a weakness of us ourselves. So we don't want to express that. But if somebody else asks, then it gives us a sense of strength. And I wonder why. I wonder why that is the case, that we don't feel that we can tell people that things aren't great. We can't tell people that, that we're not particularly feeling like we could conquer the world today. You know? When we are feeling great, we're happy to post the, the motivational quote or post the, I'm feeling great, ready to take on the world. Or even if we maybe not in that space and we're trying to convince ourselves, we post that. We don't pick up the phone and talk to the direct people that matter, the people that are closest to us, the people that, who affect us. We, we'd rather try and put it out there generally and hopefully, hopefully somebody sees it and reacts to it and, and feeds you um, what I found by not being on social media this week. I wasn't feeding my ego anymore. And I find that doing, when you, and you, when you do that and you step back from it, you realize that posting, a lot of this time when you're posting and you're reading and you're looking to see what the other people are doing, you're trying to fill up your time because you're not doing anything. And when you stop doing that, you start doing more things for yourself and you stop reflecting to yourself. And as opposed to going to look at your timeline, just spend a moment in your own head thinking about things yourself and having a, your little conversation with yourself as opposed to looking to see what somebody else is doing or not doing. It, it brings you a little bit closer to yourself, a little bit closer to who you are and a little bit more um, involved with what you need to be doing. So I challenge everybody out there. It's not a case of going cold turkey. I don't think you need to cut social media out on a, on, a, on a whole sort of scale. 
what I what I would say is, you know, first and foremost, don't deactivate your Facebook account, don't deactivate your Instagram account, but challenge yourself to limit yourself and spend a little bit more time with yourself than spending time seeing what others are doing and feeling like you're not fulfilled yourself because that's what we tend to do. So the challenge out there is this, very simple. If you've got a Facebook account, delete it off your phone. Delete that Facebook app off your phone. When you want to look at Facebook, make sure you have to do it from your PC. And if you haven't got a PC, then you've got a problem. Then spend that time maybe saying, I'm only going to look at my Facebook at the end of the day. I'm not going to spend my time looking at Facebook during the day. I'm not going to spend my time on social media during the day seeing what others are doing because I have, a, I have a two minutes of boredom. I've got two minutes to fill. I've got two minutes to do something. I'm going to go look at my, my timeline and try and find something that's happening or um, I'm going to post something because I'm, I'm not feeling great and I want somebody else to see it and maybe ask me. Instead of picking up the phone your damn self, Finding your China, finding your mate, finding your mother, finding your father, whoever you are the closest to, whoever you feel you can confide in, and say, you know what, hey, I'm having a shit day. I'm having a crappy day. I'm feeling down. I'm not really sure why. Or I know why I'm down. Or somebody said something that didn't work for me. Whatever it is, take a moment and look after yourself. And be true to yourself. And if you can't really pick up the phone... Or visit somebody, physically visit somebody and talk to them. Then you've got to look around who the people you're putting yourself around. Because if you haven't got somebody that you actually can go talk to, you have a problem. And I, and I really sincerely th- believe that because you need people in your life that you can offload on. You can't just offload on social media. You can't just offload on your WhatsApp status. It's not going to help you, and it sure as hell not going to make you whole. You need people around you that you can, because you can't just have them around when you're happy and you're smiling and you want to go have fun. You need those same people that you can have the fun with that should be there for when things are dark. And luckily enough, this week, through my through this week, which was a, a dark week for me, I had people out there that did come to me that I could go to and I could talk to and I could just offload on and you know who you are I want to thank you for that but again it goes right down to that simple thing of perspective look and see why is something happening around you and then look at it from somebody else's point of view as to why it's happening and if I think if you do that and you take a moment it's going to make things a little bit kinder and a little bit less, and I make you a little bit less negative because I think that's what happens. We get negative. We get negative. And if we just take a moment and think of situation through somebody else's eyes and somebody else's moment and somebody else's emotion, it'll make us a little bit kinder. So that's my challenge to you for the next week, for the next month. Just remove yourself from that situation slightly, that social media life that we all live at the moment. Limit it. Go, to, go cold turkey. You know, if that's what you think you, you want to try, 
try it. You know, we always, every year everybody goes, I'm, I'm taking a break, I'm doing the, the sober, October that comes around, or, you know, New Year's resolution, I'm going to clean up, I'm not going to drink alcohol. Yeah, let's, let's do a new one. Let's do, let's do Facebook free February. Oh, I like that actually. Facebook free February. Let's try it. I challenge you to try it. And see um, if, you, if, if it changes things for you, if it gives you a little bit more time in the day, maybe changes your mood slightly. Because I, I think it will. Yeah, well, that's uh, this week's podcast. Uh, Castle's Council, the right to somebody else's perspective. I think we need to do that. And, of course, again, Facebook free February. <laughs> the more I say it, the more I like it. So remember, guys, yeah, it's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. My name is Stephen Castle. And I do give a fuck.